0: Hey, welcome to today's TLC. Whether you found this podcast on my website, through the emails I send, or simply from a friend, I'm glad that you're here. I have to tell you a funny story about my website. A while back when I changed the picture that was on the homepage, my sister made a comment on it that made me smile. You see, most of my life, I've looked a lot younger than I am. And that has its perks sometimes, but other times it doesn't. And when my sister saw this new picture... Her comment to me was, that picture of you looks really well done, and it actually shows some of your wrinkles so you don't look so young. It's great. Now, some of you might think that that's insensitive of her, but for most of my life, people have assumed that I'm younger than I am. When I was younger, it bothered me a lot. I used to try to act a lot older than I was because I was tired of people thinking I was 12 when I was in my 20s. Now that I have four kids in tow, I don't feel as much pressure for people to believe that I'm not still a teenager. But the truth is, over my lifetime, other people seeing me as young, sometimes has affected how I act. But here's an interesting question for you. Are those actions coming from who I inherently am, or learned behavior I've picked up from people around me? Today, we're going to talk a little bit about labels and personality traits, and how what we believe about them makes all the difference. First, I wanna tell you a little story about my niece. She came to visit me a while back, and while she was here, she went to an activity for our church that had a bunch of teenage girls that were her age, and she was a little bit nervous when she was going because she didn't know any of these girls. When she came back, I asked her how it went, and her response was so interesting to me. Her face lit up with excitement as she said to me, Aunt Steph, it was so fun. Because nobody knew me, I could act like whoever I wanted to be. Usually people think I'm going to be the shy girl who stands in the corner and is quiet, but these girls didn't know that that's who I usually am. I was able to just be fun and enjoy myself without having to show up in any certain way. It was awesome. Now, after I responded to her excitement, telling her that I'm glad she had such a good time, I took a moment to point out to her that it wasn't just her surroundings that had changed. It was also her belief about herself. Because she was in a new place, she gave herself permission to show up in a new way. She took the labels that she had previously accepted of being shy and quiet and reserved, and put them down for a moment. And she picked up the belief that maybe she could be relaxed and more outgoing and just fun. Now, this is not to say that one is better than the other. It's not better to be outgoing than it is to be shy. But there was a really important point I wanted my niece to understand. And I want you to consider this today too. Sometimes we limit ourselves because we don't give ourselves permission to be different than we have been in the past. In other words, who you've been does not have to determine who you're becoming. There's a lot of chatter about the difference between personality or inborn traits that just come with you into this life, and then characteristic or labels, which are learned behavior that we pick up from our surroundings, from our family, as we learn and grow. Whether we call it personality trait or characteristic or label, doesn't really matter. But the point is, there's power in whether you believe that something is a part of just who you are, or if it's just something you've learned. That might not seem like an important distinction, but how you perceive that makes all the difference. We often get trapped believing that we are a certain way, and then we wonder why we can't change our behaviors. Well, what we believe and feel channels what we do. And so much of the time we focus on trying to change what we do, but those beliefs are still there, starting that ripple that eventually brings up the same behavior. But if we can uncover a belief and then ask ourselves if it's true and useful to us, a world of possibilities opens up. Here's a personal example from something that's really influenced my life recently. As a mother of four boys, there's a lot of noise and chaos in my house. Many times I'm able to run, chase, play, and goof off with my young boys. But there are other times where it gets under my skin. Something that they'll say or do that feels disrespectful to me seems to trigger this control response where I want to stamp out that behavior and right that wrong. This is a parenting trait that I've noticed is a pattern for years. In the past, when I've gone through therapy and done some personal processing, I've explored where this trait comes from. Because I have a mother that is very non-confrontational and very nurturing. So I haven't believed that I picked that up from her. Most of my childhood, she was the one who raised me because my parents were divorced when I was young. So I didn't think I picked it up from my dad either. Over the years, as I've scanned through the different family relationships I've had, I've come to the conclusion that this trait is something that I was born with, part of my natural tendencies that I brought to this earth. And I believe that those natural tendencies are things that can be rewritten over time, even if they're a little more difficult to shift. So I've been practicing over years and have moments where I'm more patient than others. And honestly, it's been something that I've been on my knees in prayer, asking God to help me rewrite this natural tendency of mine. Well, a few weeks ago, I had a very interesting dream. In this dream, I had a flashback from the past. It was so vivid that when I woke up, I remembered all of the details. One of the pieces of this dream was a woman who I knew very well because she was the mother of a boyfriend that I had had when I was a teenager. Now, a little bit of context here. My family life at home was really struggling when I was dating this boy. And this boyfriend's family was what I considered to be the ideal family situation. The mom and dad were married. They had multiple kids that had good relationships with each other. They had family dinner together and spent quality family time. They didn't seem to have the big worries that my family had. And I wanted more than anything in this world to just feel like I was a part of that family. But as I dated this boy over about a year and a half, I noticed that his mother didn't really like having me around. Now that I'm a mother of boys, I can understand a little bit more about why she was so protective of her oldest son. But at the time, it was really hard for me to not feel accepted into this picture perfect family. I remember watching her every move and trying to be like her so that she would accept me more. Now fast forward till two weeks ago as I'm happily married with my own little family and this woman shows up in my dream and I'm feeling this deep desire for her to pay attention to me and approve of what I'm doing, but she's critical about how I cleaned the house, about whether I'm using my time in ways that are useful. She's mostly kind, but there's a passive aggressive air to all the interactions that I'm having with her. And I just can't quite seem to be good enough, no matter what I do. So I wake up the next morning thinking about this dream and I decided to ask for a processing session because I wanted to know a little bit more about where this was coming from as this is not the first time that this woman had showed up in my dreams. During that session, I was given the most beautiful gift. Now you might have already guessed it because of the background I've already shared, but the realization that I had came out of nowhere for me. In the middle of this processing session, I had a thought hit me like a train that the energy I felt from this woman in my dream was the energy that I channel when I'm trying to control my children. The minute I connected how those two things felt, I realized that my belief that that feeling was just part of who I am was completely false. I was not that type of mother because it's just who I am. I was that type of mother because as a teenage girl, I had borrowed the belief that that was what a good mother did. That the type of family that I desperately wanted to have had that type of mother. And that's what I needed to do. I had no idea that I had been carrying this with me for years. Realizing this false belief has been so freeing. I have had So much space for my children. Because when I start to feel that control welling up in me, instead of saying, this is who I am, but I'm trying to change this, I'm practicing patience. I've been saying to myself, this is not mine. This is hers. And I give it back to her. That simple shift of realizing that that behavior was learned behavior gave me the space to unlearn it in a way that didn't feel so heavy or cemented or stagnant. You see, our brains love to be right. So if we believe that we are a certain way, our brain will filter for evidence to prove that we are that way. But if we believe that we are changeable and that that's just a learned behavior, Then our brain starts looking for reasons that that is true. Instead of giving my brain the task of proving that I'm a controlling, overbearing mother, my brain has felt so free to look for reasons that innately, I am a loving, kind, patient mother that has just learned some overbearing and controlling characteristics. These labels that we put on ourselves can be so damning to our progress. They can stop us from creating the life that we truly deserve to live. We can talk all day about what's personality, what comes with us to this earth versus characteristics and learned behavior, the theories of relativism and what's true versus what's perception. But my favorite thing is to bring it back to what's simple and what's useful. The key to unlock your potential is to focus on the power your belief has in your life. So what do you want to believe? Here's today's TLC. I want you to take a moment right now and think of a characteristic that you don't really love about yourself. You know, the one that leads you to do that behavior that you just really wish you didn't do anymore. You have one in mind? Now, ask yourself this question. What if this thing that you believe is part of who you are is actually just a learned behavior? What if it's not a thing? What if you're not controlling, or shy, or a procrastinator? What if being late all the time isn't actually aligned with who you are? What if your self-control has nothing to do with your innate ability, but everything to do with your belief about yourself? Whatever it is that came to your mind, just give yourself a moment to consider that maybe it's only a thing because you believe it's a thing. What if it's not a thing? You get to decide who you are becoming. You have permission today to become whoever you want to become. And your future you is simply whoever you give yourself permission to be. You know who I think you are? I think you're amazing. I think you're capable of so much more than you believe right now. I think that behavior that feels deflating is just a distraction. And I think that there's a light in you that is burning and yearning to thrive. When you are honest with yourself, truly honest in love and kindness, I think you'll believe it too. Give yourself The gift of belief. What do you want to believe is possible today? It's amazing how powerful your mind is when you choose to believe. If you want to learn more about how to think light, feel light, and live light, then hop on my website, thelightcoach.com, to schedule a free intro session and explore what's possible for you. That's the l-i-g-h-t coach.com. And I promise you, it'll be an adventure that you will never forget.